banter with the <laughs> underline and, and a positive symbol double underlined. Yeah, so we call it, yeah, just call it banter and just go. Banter. Are we actually rolling? <laughs> well, it's recording at the moment. <laughs> it's not a struggle unless it's a struggle. Like, I know that sounds ridiculous, but for some um, some people, being an actor, a breeze. You're encouraging us to use this podcast <laughs> to tell me I'm <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's it, it's really difficult to know whether we whether we do just talk about acting or whether we talk about being an actor as well. Yeah. I think perhaps if we were to talk about being an actor, things would get depressing really <laughs> quickly. Um, so perhaps it's better to talk philosophically and methodologically but I'm about acting. I'm starting to think that maybe... <laughs> It's not a bad idea to um, to get out there a little bit more. <laughs> the potential depression of it all. You know, like, if someone asked you, like, <laughs> if someone asked you, like, hey, Luke, I'm, I'm pretty keen on becoming an actor. What do you reckon? I sh- you, you reckon it's a good one? Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, right. So you want to talk about depression. Well, do you think you'd honestly tell them not to do it? Would I honestly tell a beginner like she's not to be an actor? Young, hopeful student comes up to you and goes, "I just, I want to be like you. I want to, want to, want to be an actor." Yeah, that's tough. That is tough because uh, if I were in a position <laughs> of um, of power as a tutor or a teacher, I would, I would say, if you want it, go for it. For sure. Mm. What about a what about a um a sibling or a friend? Who's <laughs> like Are you asking for permission to quit? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just wanna I just think about this a lot at the moment. Like I was like I was thinking about something I, I won't give any specific details, but we'll just say a piece of art that someone created and in conversations I kept being a part of, everyone was like, this thing is so bad. Yet, but for that person and in front of that person, everyone's going to them and going, mate, really good job with that. Like, no one's going up to that guy and going, that was <laughs> absolutely shocking. That sucked. That sucked. <laughs> and then that got me thinking, like, have, <laughs> like, everything you think of yourself is from conversations you know, is heavily influenced by what people say to you. So, yeah, heavily has everyone not completely <laughs> created from but has other people's everybody just been saying things, and I'm actually shocking. Or like, like I'm I'm in a I'm in a mindset where people I think, telling you you're good. Yeah, exactly. Like maybe I'm just like, maybe I'm, <laughs> and you start to think about it, but you're like, yeah, but I'm not like him. And then you're like, but in his mind, he's got no idea he's. He or she is shocking. Yeah. Because no one's ever, no, very few people would have gone, that was bad. I mean, maybe drama school might be a little bit different because some of the teachers kind of paid to be a little bit more honest. Yeah. But in the real world, I, I don't know how often we're getting the, uh, 
like a genuine, the genuine feedback, critical feedback, which leads me to the th- the thought that maybe it's important to be a bit more honest. I feel like I don't know where this all began. Yeah. So, um, what you're encouraging is for us to oh, yes. to be more open and honest and ourselves and self reflective, but also um, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> You're encouraging I'm us to g- use this podcast <laughs> as to a tell way me of I'm <laughs> shit <laughs> of being critical of our friend's work. <laughs> so we've got a list down here of uh, everything we've seen recently: <laughs> co-ops, new TV shows. <laughs> um, but it is interesting, isn't it? That 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 idea um, of whether or not to encourage beginners uh, into acting. Um, yeah, because. Or what to say to someone. Um, so I suppose we're talking about truth. Whether that truth's about a, a genuine response to someone's work or... Do you think you'd be more encouraging if they, <laughs> if they were pro- a promising student? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I you would You think be. you could sit down with old Billy who's just done the worst monologue you've ever seen and he comes up and he's he's crying and going this is all I want to do Luke oh it's brutal isn't <laughs> it because I've seen it <laughs> I have seen it um, yeah you know what if old Billy came up to me I I might say learn the unicycle <laughs> or you know do something else with your time I've got this picture of, of old Billy and <laughs> he doesn't look coordinated so I don't know if that's <laughs> So where to go? I think w- I think one of the hardest things is that um, there is so much public pressure to uh, w- you know, once you've made the commitment to be an actor or to, to to pursue acting as a career that people who who are in some way uh, I mean whether you can be objective about this or not but I'm going to say objectively are bad at acting. (laughs) Um, Feel an enormous amount of pressure to stay in it and to try to get better and to continue to pursue it as a profession. And sometimes, I don't know, maybe it might be nice for someone to tap you on the shoulder and say, buddy, you suck, do something else. Do you think, yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Maybe there is. Do you think? <laughs> you think there ever is a case for telling someone they just don't have it? Would you ever? Would you ever tell a friend who you see is five years out of drama school, six years, hasn't got stuff, and is still just fully believing it? And you ju- you just <laughs> you you know it's because they're just they're just not good enough. You just don't think they they're a good actor. Would you go, mate? It's um, it's you. <laughs> it's not the casting <laughs> agent. It's not your agent. The common denominator, my friend, headshot. is you. It's you. No, no, I don't think there is actually any ever a justifiable reason to <laughs> to, to, to encourage someone to 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 quit. And and it don't, I don't think that that has any value, um, because I'm sure that many great artists have absolutely sucked for the first ten, fifteen, twenty years of their career. It's a good um, point. Yeah. And I think those moments of enlightenment can come out of nowhere, and you you genuinely can go from sucking to oh, I totally agree. Yeah, 
Well, what about then maybe rephrasing that to being, um, like, are you are you critical with, um, you know, if you saw a friend show or you saw something or a girlfriend show, perhaps? How honest does Luke get? Um, I've I've been more honest in the past. Um, I think I try. I genuinely try to look for the pos- positives mm. in in all work that I see. Um, and I, if if I if I'm struggling to find a positive in in one element of a production, I try to change my perspective to see how others may appreciate that thing. Um, but it's I mean it's it's hard because um, I think that desire for negative feedback, perhaps, which is what I'm getting from you a little bit, <laughs> what you're saying, like that that perhaps I you may want more more I negative just feedback think isn't I just really productive. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just think there's we've like more and more as as I guess as a society in a bigger sense, we're kind of sugarcoating things quite a lot. Where mm. we're like and I think you know, for someone to say like I just think uh, doing doing a lot like I'm doing a lot of writing and a lot of music and other stuff as well it just doesn't help me especially early on for someone to to go yeah it was good if they really didn't like it like if if, if someone can go look you know someone gave me some great feedback the other day where they went uh, really lyrically it was great like I really think it was very like it was good poetry so they singled out the lyrics as yeah. one element and then they went but you know to have a career in music y- these songs went for like six minutes and they were very they didn't really have a core like things that i agree with you know and i did that on purpose in a way but like at least then i'm going yeah okay well that's a, that's an interesting point of view that someone actually goes i oh, this yeah you know probably 80 90 percent of people probably shared that mm. they went yeah and i agree they, they were very long songs you know but and i can kind of go yeah but the thing is how big's your sample there right like you're asking for critical feedback from a sample of maybe 10, 15 people, and quite easily those 15 people could not like your work. But if you ask a thousand more, you may get a thousand people who like your work. Those 15 people may not be representative of, of the people who are going to access your songs in the future. Um, so I think that's yeah. that's why I, uh, I'm being hesitant in, in promoting um, overt critical feedback um, is because... Maybe the artwork isn't created for you. Yeah, that's a fair point. Um, which which I which I mentioned in the last podcast when I was referring to reviews. Um, you're always going to receive a negative review for a show because not every single person in the audience is going to like it, and the show wasn't written or performed for for everyone who chooses to buy a ticket. But I think any worthwhile reviewer is good at articulating why they didn't like something you know it's i think you know usually a, a good review will say that it will kind of single out what the issue was you know yeah hopefully luke's uh red hair was just just <laughs> shocking under that light it was well just yeah couldn't, a friend of mine has received a review that was <laughs> actually along those lines um Can, what, what, what to was the point one? of Pointing out their their physical characteristics as negative things, not in a well, I guess perhaps borderline racist. <laughs> um, instead yeah, of right. 
And when you yeah, when you say uh, a reviewer of worth, not not every reviewer that is of worth. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. is definitely accurate. Obviously, um, the stage milk reviewers. Well, we don't do it anymore. So <laughs> right. Well, the reviews but on stage milk have always been written really well. Thank you, Luke. Um, yeah, interesting. That's it's a f- it's it's a good point. It's a good point. Maybe I'm gonna ease up on my uh, my championing <laughs> championing people going up and being incredibly honest. Just, just yeah. I oh, know. I think it's, I think with all this stuff, it's a it's a balance. But my opinion at this stage is, I would like people to start being honest, but specific and honest. Someone just telling me mm. that play you were just in was crap. Mm doesn't really give me a lot to work with. Yeah, honest, specific, and I I think constructive. Mm. If it's constructive in some way, then then that's a good thing. Um, but I, <laughs> I don't know. I just think it's a little bit of a case of um, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything. Um, Probably still a good rule to go by. Yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, like you said, it's sugar-coated. So these days it's become, if you don't have anything nice to say, make up something nice <laughs> to say. <laughs> Um, so there's a lot of um, inflated egos floating around, based on perhaps substandard work. I don't know, maybe yeah. I don't know, but maybe I'm one of those people. Who knows? <laughs> oh, um. So how's your week been? Yeah, I mean, we we were talking about this before, and I thought we can't talk about weeks because <laughs> there'll be nothing to talk about. <laughs> but um. You know, an interesting thing happened. I think when uh, this was one of the things I was going to talk about was it was kind of interesting because I, I think doing this, l- living this life, which I consider a life of potential, I call it. It's my my little term. A life because of potential. Well, because you're living in a life that is kind of in between. You know, no one really wants to stay <laughs> where I am right now. You know, <laughs> no one would choose to be living. <laughs> no one would choose in their to right the mind to live do. my life. Sure. <laughs> um, no, but like just I guess any creative, you know, any creative life, but let's specifically for actors, like you can jump into really into an, a whole another sphere very quickly. Mm. And you're kind of counting on that happening. Yeah. Like some people maybe have a kind of consistent you know, consistent work really stuff, but it's it's, it's it's pretty rare. <laughs> like yeah. the main thing is people are hoping that you go from basically working in a cafe and and just getting by or something, you know, mm. to you know getting paid thousands of dollars a week and some mild fame or massive fame or depending yeah. on where you go. Like, so it's kind of interesting when you've got huge ambition and you've got huge and you've done it. You've been focusing on something a goal like trying to become an actor for a long time, a lot of pressure. And, you know, it can just, I think sometimes it can, uh, it can get to, you You know, it can kind of be like, well, what more can I do at this moment? Mm. So, so this week's been a little tough. I've been a little, well, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of, it's, it's getting less tough. I think, I think I go from sort of having a freak out day, Every day, so maybe <laughs> maybe once a fortnight now, you know. Yeah, great. But um, 
Yeah, but I, I bumped into this actor who was, who's doing really well. Young actor who's just fresh out of drama school. And he was, and he, he's had a few TV roles. And, you know, kind of for a first year out, you'd be going, yeah, you know, this is great. But I started offloading onto him with, you know, saying, oh, I'm having a bit of, hard, a bit of a hard day, whatever. And he's like, yeah, man, that's, that's, that's why I, I work all the time. I just work all the time to keep myself busy. And, and he was basically sharing the exact sentiment. And this is a guy who's, you know, just come out and who is doing really well. And, and if you have one of these days and you speak to an actor, mm. you'll, you'll, get, you'll get a response out of it usually, which is like, yeah, man, God, it's fucking tough, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. And it just got me thinking that, you know, what I- is there an approach to live this life, this kind of life of potential, as I was saying, like this life, this in-between kind of life. Well, can I just ask you a quick question? Sure. <laughs> Do you think it's possible that in the same way people give positive feedback to your artwork, that perhaps sometimes people sympathetically um, lie about being in a bad mood when they are perhaps more successful or have had a more <laughs> successful... <laughs> so um, everyone's lying to me. Mate, well, well I don't know. I mean, a good I'm, point. I, I, good point. I, I, I have experienced that um, from both sides. You know of the what? Fence. I actually hope that's true. That's a good point. Uh but these people, you see the eyes, you see the eyes start to water a little bit. I mean, most people seem pretty genuine <laughs> in their depression, I think. Okay. But it, yeah, and I know, you know, and I know a lot of people, you know, very good friends of mine who are genuinely not even, you know, in a sort of beginning of a career are doing well. Mm. And, you know, even for, I mean, even for them, it's, you know, it's tough. It's an emotional It's tough case. just because of the fact that, you can be shooting one week in a major Hollywood film and you can be earning a lot of money and hanging out with all these really exciting people. Mm. And then you're back hanging out, you know, in your average apartment and with your kind of, no- you know, <laughs> your normal Yeah, well, I can remember going from, from the line in Centrelink to, uh, to a plush apartment in Los Angeles in a week and, um, mm. and back again <laughs> <laughs> within, well, that's, within that's a month. That's the know. particularly depressing thing it seems about Australia. Maybe more so than than other places because you see these people who you, I mean I, there was this article floating around a while back about I'm not sure who the actor was you might remember but basically some you know one of these actors that every you know most people on the street would know who they are yeah and he was working in a building site or something because he just there was yeah, just no I, work I mean I do remember the actor but I don't think it's uh, respectful to bring it up sure. but I do appreciate the fact that yeah a lot of people are t- uh, doing um, temp work Mm. Whether it's cleaning up a construction site or um, working in a cafe, or yeah, and at all levels, yeah, um, and people that that film production companies and studios rely on to get people in cinemas. So companies are using them to sell films, mm. are still not earning enough money from their craft to mm. to avoid. The mop, as it may be. So how do you think, have you got any, um, do you think since, you know, we, what have we been out now? Two and a half years, something like that? Yeah, yeah, heading towards three. Do you think you've, (laughs) heading quickly towards three, do you think you've, um, (laughs) do you think you've thought of any, is there a way to live, to live this life in a way that where you can begin to find a bit more peace with it or enjoy it more? Mm. Is there things you you do or you've... uh, 
or mental attitude towards it you have? Yeah, I think that's um, it's a really interesting point. And for me, the way that I deal with it um, depends on the day because I do fluctuate emotionally. Um, but on some days, the way that I deal with it is I, I say... Um, or I approach it as, as as an active choice. I am actively choosing to be an actor every single day. Um, and that's something that I think we can forget very easily. Um, because we go like, oh, oh, this is so tough. And you're like, well, okay, if you don't want to do it, just go and do something else. Um, I've got all kinds of skills that I could apply to other um, art forms or other professional pursuits. And... Um, and acting is the one that I choose to do every single day. So then that so puts the responsibility on I think that's a me. great point. It's a very good point because I think every time I, I, I go home, you know, and, and jump out of Sydney, mm. I kind of remember that it's like the only reason, like I'm in Sydney trying to do something. Yeah. You know, I'm trying, I'm living this crazy life because there is a potential end goal, which is, you know, a lifelong dream. And I think it's so easy and you see so many people doing it f- actually forget exactly what you just said, that they are actively trying to be actors. Like there are people, you know, you can get so swept up in this life where you're just working at a cafe or working some sort of monotonous job and you're just not getting anywhere. And it's kind of like, it's great to have those moments of perspective where you can kind of go, oh, I'm actually, like if it's not working, yeah. <laughs> I could be doing something a bit Anything better than else. just working in a cafe, yeah, if as you really a, don't you know, like it, just if, if you don't, you know, if you're not enjoying it at all, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think that has to do with what I was talking about before about sunk costs and um, people believing that they need to stay in it and having social pressures that that force them to stay committed to it. And um, and I think also that there's a, a bit of a myth that um, if you if you demonstrate how much you're willing to sacrifice in order to be an actor, then you'll be more successful or something, um, which just which just isn't true. Like giving up your entire life to pursue acting as a career uh, may seem in some ways noble, um, but I don't necessarily think that it's going to influence your chances of being successful. And, and by success, I'm, I'm referring to um, financial success. Um, because obviously if you sacrifice everything to, to put on cooperative plays and all of that kind of stuff and you feel like you're um, successfully achieving some kind of artistic goal. Yeah, sure. Yeah, but... Um, I think there's a bit of a... can be a bit of like a, a panic in, the, in that. Like it's like, you know, I feel that I think that you've, you've got to kind of keep doing something or else it's going to... But that's a good point that... that can't, yeah, that, that, I, that doesn't necessarily have a direct correlation with getting any more work than someone who does Yeah, I mean, I think you know effort, like putting in effort um, and and taking time to write your own work and, and to produce your own plays and to read more and all of that kind of stuff. But I think that that is too often um, a synonym with, with sacrifice. So effort and sacrifice are lumped together. Um, when I'm talking about sacrifice, I'm talking about like um, uh, not being able to have all of the things that normal people have because you're an actor. 
Like, no, I can't own my own home because I'm an actor. Or no, I can't get married and have kids because I'm an actor. Or no, I can't own a dog because I might get a role and then I might have to fly to France to shoot. Like, <laughs> you know, people people are constantly sacrificing when in fact it's not necessarily, and in, in my opinion, it's not helping them progress in their career. Mm. Um, I don't know. What do you think about that? Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a, it's a, no, it's a, it's a good point. I think the thing is though that y- yeah, sometimes it, it's kind of more economic, isn't it? That it is like, you know, <laughs> to try and buy a house as a doing co-ops and cafe work might be a bit of a struggle. But mm. um, no, I I totally agree. I think that's a good. That's probably quite a useful thing, useful point. That it is you have to try and find a way to empower yourself outside of acting as well because if you just put everything into it you know it's just you will end up just struggling with it and mm. what's the point especially especially you know especially this period of your life which is so you know early mid-20s it's, it's a very exciting time of your life and to just spoil it feeling like you're not good enough and like this isn't where you want to be it's kind of ludicrous it really is crazy yeah um and I also think that those other things, those commitment things, um, give value to your life. So in those moments where you question your value as a performer, you might go, well, that's okay because I've got heaps of value as a person. Mm. Um, m- um, that's a really good point, actually, I think, as a takeaway because it's kind of like, I think that's exactly probably what happens with me when I burn out because everything is invested in these creative endeavors. It's like if they're not working, it's so it can be so tied to your ego and to who you are. And then if you've got nothing else to rely on, it's sort of like if your whole identity is about being an actor mm. and then you don't get a role or you you know don't or get you an audition. You don't work for 12 months or It's whatever. like, well, I'm a I'm a failure then. Yeah. You know, because and I think that's um yeah then i think that happens to a lot of people and i think that's really important if you wherever outside of acting you can find some value and often that's with writing or another creative pursuit or you know with your partner or with friends you know or hobbies or whatever yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i think that um the mental health campaign about um to act to belong and to commit um is a really good for me, that's a really good way to live your life. Unpack those a little bit more. Well, um, to to be uh, to to act to do things. Um, that's not act as in acting, right? But but that's to to be active within your community, to belong to a community, so to be attached to people and organisations and groups in your community, and commit time and and energy to to those things, to those activities that you do together. Um, so that actually, for, for us, comes in, in the form of, of producing plays and podcasts and all of those things. You mm. get together with people um, who are like-minded and you talk about stuff and you, and you create products um, mm. or, or, or you know, play sport or whatever. Well, that's the thing is that, I mean, we're, we're actors because we want to create and we want to perform. So if it, if you think of it as a kind of addiction, mm. if you can get that hit, you know, in other ways and and empower yourself to do that, you know, if that is 
writing or reading a play, mm. then you're going to be less likely to have those burnouts because you're going, well, yeah, I didn't get that, you know, that main stage role, but I, I'm... But all doing, my needs are met in other ways. Yeah, I'm doing some great acting in my in my scene work, you know, club that I've got or whatever it is. And Do you know what's interesting um, from my poker days um, where I used to play a lot of poker... Um, one of the lessons that I learned about um, clear and, and clean decision-making is that you need to be playing at stakes that you feel very comfortable with. Um, and I think that can be an analogy for acting. Um, if, if the stakes can be lowered in a way for your potential work, then you will approach the audition... Uh, in a more confident, clear-thinking way um, and make choices that are appropriate for the character and and perhaps it will offer you some greater objectivity approaching a script um, mm. for an audition if, if you're not so needy. Because you're know. going, I've got all these other great things happening in my life that yeah. getting this one role isn't isn't the be all and end all. Yeah. Yeah. Like if that role means that you eat. <laughs> that's, uh, not, that's not a good start for an audition, know? is it? Yeah. Like There's got to be some serious desperation in the you, eyes. If your main goal as an actor is to not starve to death, um, then, then, then is your acting going to be clear? I don't, I don't know. Maybe. Mm. Like maybe for, for Jared Leto in, in that role. Um, you know, I, I, yeah, for some roles, maybe that will work, but, but not for your general roles. Mm. I don't think so. Sorry, we just had a phone explosion. Um, <laughs> what about how, what about your week? We've, we've, <laughs> we've gone through, we asked Wait, about wh- one more thing that I wanted to mention before we move on is, yeah. is another way that, um, that I deal with, um, uh, the, the the other way that I changed my perspective to, to help me um, continue acting and, and being an actor and all of that kind of stuff um, is to to believe that I am doing it right now. Like that this is all part of the process. And um, because the way that you were talking before, it was slightly in the future tense. You know, that acting is far away that there is an end goal. Um, and I think that that can be um, detrimental. I think that's a, a, putting very, it in the future. a very, very good point. I think um, I've done that a lot. And I think um, I've read a few interesting books recently that talk all about this. And I think that is the key to, 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 to solving this problem is to stop living in the future mm. because that will kill you. Like if, if you're... Everything is about I'll only be happy when. Yeah. You know, and we've both seen people who have got the the goal and it doesn't make them happy. And you hear just like countless stories of that happening. Mm. These people who, you know, go, When I just get this role, then they get it and they're exactly the same. And then it's the next one. It's the, the next, next one. one. It's like, oh yeah, but once I get a yeah, once I get a lead in a Hollywood mm. film, it's like so it's yeah, it's a really good point that trying to trying to enjoy this. Yeah, trying to enjoy, you know, and there is a lot of fun to it. A lot of fun to the struggle and to the, you know. Oh hell yeah! Um, I remember I read an article that was uh, I can't remember the source, but it, it was about um, 
It was a survey of people uh, asking them if they wanted, uh, if they would like 10% more money every year. And apparently the cutoff was at something like $2 billion. Um, so people earning up to $2 billion a year still wanted or felt like they could use or needed 10% more money. Um, and I think that applies to acting. Like, even though we're... If, if you constantly focus on the future where you will have more, do more, be more, mm. um, then you will never be happy, right? Because that's just a... That's a perpetual cycle of needing and wanting more in the future yeah, that yeah. stops you from enjoying the now. Yeah. Yeah. Very good point. Um, so... I was going to say that there was actually uh, there's no real point saying anymore because you've just wrapped it up so so beautifully <laughs> there on that point. But um, yeah, we um we delved into a into a black hole when we brought up my week. <laughs> 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 you've you've rec- I feel recovered after those th- that great advice. That's important um, to talk about. Anything uh, exciting in your week? Yeah, I've had a fantastic week. What? That's good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, I've had a fantastic week. Uh, outside of acting in uh, acting terms um, I got my first feature film role ever congratulations which is cool it's brilliant Um, I had a theatre audition this morning Mm -hmm. which was awesome Um, terrifying absolutely terrifying getting in the room after being involved in an American pilot season and all of that kind of stuff and then all of a sudden doing theater auditions <laughs> where you know um it's not just shoulders up <laughs> kind of thing um so it was it was nice to be in a rehearsal room and to move and and to work on a piece what do you uh, think about just uh, just to completely have a tangent for a moment there on that point mm. what what do you think is can you objectify it to say one form is more difficult than another. I know. I just recently, I, I did a you know a Shakespeare audition, mm. and I r- honestly felt more comfortable doing one of these classic dense monologues than going into an ad casting where I've got to eat a piece of bread and <laughs> you've got you've got the casting agent trying to get like an Oscar-winning performance out of you, like opening a pizza box and like <laughs> eating a bit of white bread. And I, I hear lots of a lot of really good actors I respect. One guy came out of one of these these ad casting and just went, I can't act. I can't act. You know, this guy, like one of my heroes like of drama school, like one of the best actors I saw, and he's just coming out going, I just I just can't act. I can't act. And then I went and did it. All we had to do was open a pizza box and <laughs> it's like like do you, obviously it's different skills, but um I don't even know how to frame that into a question, but do, do you know what I mean? It's kind of yeah, I do. I do know what you mean, and I feel. I, interestingly, I f- I feel much much more comfortable in a commercial casting, mm. um, because the stakes are so low. You know, it's just. Um, yes, that's yeah. just in basically enjoy a product, right? I, if you can act enjoyment, um, <laughs> then 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 you should be able to get commercials. Yeah. Um, but also, you know, maybe that's just from my experience because I've been fortunate like in incredibly lucky mm. to to land a couple 
now I don't feel so intimidated going into the room and auditioning for those things. Mm. Um, whereas for stage, film, television, oh man, that <laughs> is that is just you know. I mean, I'm I'm slowly developing. I think my own uh, beta blockers, like uh, <laughs> <laughs> like where do I get them? <laughs> you know how much are they? <laughs> <laughs> in my in my preparation for a- auditions, I am almost um, intentionally giving myself a false sense of calm. You know, like just forcing myself to be crazy calm. Um, how? Because probably. Everyone and anyone who's listening would want that little little golden nugget. What do, what do you what do you what do you, what, do you, what do, how can you? Cause I've tried to force myself to be calm, and it's yeah, probably it's brought not, on a panic attack. Um, One of the w- things that I'm doing at the moment is placing a lot of pressure on the other people, um, and that's understanding what they're doing and what their responsibilities in any given situation is. So, like uh, for example, you go into a commercial casting. You've got someone who is between you and the client. So whatever the brand is, um, wants a certain thing. And there's someone trying to find that thing for the brand, right? So there's a huge amount of pressure on that middle person to find the right fit for the role. So I walk in and I go, the pressure's actually on them to find the right person. And they're going to try to make me that right person. It's actually a fantastic point. Um, and I think that that's applicable yeah. to, to all casting, right? Like, mm. um, they are always trying to find the right person. And, and also, sorry, you I was just going to say that just if anyone doesn't <laughs> feel the profundity of that point, that it is that fundamentally can shift your viewpoint. Because, like we're saying about the stakes, I mean, that is just hearing that, you mm. can see how that could take off. You know, so much pressure. So much pressure, yeah. It's not everyone... I think you get this impression or sort of a lot of young actors do. They're going to these things and everyone's going, oh, this guy's going to be terrible and, you know, what's he going to do? And, oh, yeah, he's not good enough. But actually, you you know, it's exactly right. It's they're looking... They want their job... Everyone wants their job to be easy. That's certainly what I found, yeah. They're... They want the next person to be like, okay, that's the one, so we can send everyone else home (laughs) and go get drunk or whatever. (laughs) But not only that... I hope that this is the guy that makes me look good. Yeah. Right? Like everyone, every if, you, if you're literally hiring people to do a job where the outcome of that job reflects directly on you. So if you're the casting director, you're casting actors and their performance will directly affect the way that you're seen. You want, you want to find the right person, the perfect person for the role, and and you're going to try to make every person who comes through that door fit the role. And if it clicks, then they're going to be happy, you're going to be happy, the client's going to be happy, and everyone throughout that chain. A director is always going to want an actor that takes care of themselves because then they look like a really good director, even if they haven't done anything. Mm. Um. So sorry, maybe I put some anxiety back in that by <laughs> by saying <laughs> that. But like, but yeah, I think if you walk into a room with the attitude that like they they have the responsibility of casting the role, mm. then so how did that 
not translate as well to the theater theater world with mm. with this audition, or was it just that you wanted it so much? Yeah, well, well, I think um, I think it it did work a little bit this morning. Mm. Um, I went into the room and I was myself. Uh, I was there. I'd been asked to be there by them to audition for the role. Um, so they had invited me there. So that's on them. Um, which I think just means that I didn't have to be anything other than I than what I am. Um, mm. uh, maybe that sounds a little weird, but I think sometimes when you get auditions, you you put a huge amount of pressure on yourself to be something other than what you are because of perhaps the role that you're auditioning for. But mm. if someone who is in charge of casting has asked you to be there because they think you would be appropriate for the role, you don't have to do anything more. And I, I would add to that actually that from my experience of what I think works with actors or, or the, the times that I feel I've done a good audition mm. is when actually you embrace all of who you are. It is the... When you try to be an actor, you know, you try to act like this person or that person, you're just getting away from, you know, your own, your own humor, which you, which you of course know better than anyone else because you've been living in it for however many years. Yeah. Your own kind of charm. Like if you try to, you can't be, I mean, <laughs> that's what acting is, is being someone else, I guess, in some ways. But in some ways, with a lot of these film and TV stuff, I think putting forward, especially like you say, if you've been asked to come in, it's about putting, f showing that your energy, you know, and your yeah. kind of personality as much as possible. Yeah, I think being 110% yourself is perhaps the most important thing. Mm. And then when you go into an audition, you just have to play the scenes and it's, it's very easy to be yourself. And then the scenes are whatever the scenes are. And then you should only have to put in the same amount of effort into those scenes as you do in real life in similar circumstances, right? Mm. So the acting itself shouldn't be some massive effort that you, you know, some huge amount of tension that you put into the acting. It should be natural and easy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Luke, Luke, Luke mentioned this point to me before and I went, you've just said a lot. <laughs> what did I say? A light like, bulb went uh, off. Uh, a light bulb went off. But, and, and I've heard a fair few <laughs> acting adages. Is that like that? Mm -hmm. Axioms. Clever little pithy statements, <laughs> you know. Um, but Maxims, it's maybe? Maxims, yeah. Mm. Uh, all the above. Um, but it's the, the thing about it from the point of effort is really interesting because you're right. You go into these auditions, which might just be you meeting up with a friend having a coffee in the scene. Mm-hmm. And you go into it, your body is going through the experience of almost like about to do a like a bungee jump. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, I'm going to yeah. jump off a cliff here. Yeah. The feeling in your body. Mm. And obviously that's because of nerves and, and whatever else. But thinking about it, you don't need to come in with a whole backlog of intellectual work or physical well, I work. I certainly don't want to sit down having a coffee with someone who is like borderline bungee jumping. Right? That would just be <laughs> stressful. We've probably had a few coffees wrong <laughs> the bungee jump <laughs> the bungee jump mindset. But um yeah, it's a really good point to think of it as um yeah, think of it from a point of effort and just you're just living that scene as it would be. 
Yeah, and how much effort, how, you know, how much effort do you put into having a coffee with a friend? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, the stakes are going to be higher, so there's going to be something that, that the two cha- two characters are, are trying to work out, or there's conflict or tension. Mm. Between but often them. those those stakes come at come maybe a quarter of the way through, or you know, that might be a new bit of information, or that might develop with the scene. Yeah, that's you, true. Very rarely, or I mean, yeah, it's talking about things, you know, but it's not that often that you're starting with something. That's incredibly high stakes, you know. Yeah. Usually, a bit of information is found, so it's kind of like, yeah, it's a very good point. Mm. Um, so, so yeah, that th- they'd invited me there for the audition. Um, I placed a lot of the responsibility for z- the success of the audition on the director uh, of the play, who was in the room. Mm. So, um, I am an actor. I know my lines. I'm perfectly capable of understanding a scene and delivering text in a way that's believable and audible for an audience. <laughs> and the director is, I know audible sounds weird, but, <laughs> but, but it, it is essential. People struggle. If you're telling oh, a story and no it. one can hear you, it's not a very good story. Mm. Um, so the director was there and I said, okay, um, how would you like to do this? And then fortunately for me in this situation, I was auditioning for a director who has been directing for a while and understands what it is to work with actors and didn't have any ego invested in the audition. So he said, well, I, you know, let's let's concentrate on this. We'll set it up like this. When you're ready, have a go at it. And I just did what he told me to do with my own sense of self and understanding of the character and did my job and it wasn't stressful mm. because the pressure was... Distributed amongst the yeah. people who who were involved. Yeah, no, th- yeah, very good. So, um, it, it it's it's been nice to to try to shift my own perspective, um, and it is slightly false this idea of um, calm. But if you can think through the process in this way, um, I think for people listening, that actually works. It w- it will calm you down before you go into the room. And I think as well, if you're, you know, we creatures of habit and, cre- and and we create patterns and i think if you even to begin with if it's slightly forced if that's what you're working towards and you keep auditioning with that mentality that you that aiming towards doing it in a calm way mm. rather than getting in i think you can almost get stuck in this this pattern that you've got a i'm doing an audition there's the usual kind of butterflies and all the nerves that go with it mm. whereas if you're you're approaching a point where you want to work and create out of calm rather than out of anxiety, mm. um, I- eventually you'll get there if that's the if you keep working towards it. Yeah, and I think a lot of this comes from from small uh, a small sample or examples of people who put in huge amounts of effort in career defining roles or or not, but. Um, the myth is perpetuated in the media that a huge amount of effort equals good acting, you know. Uh, um, uh, Which we were talking about before because, like, you know, this podcast is absolutely no effort. No, For not either of us, and it's absolutely brilliant. It's just, it's just recording what <laughs> just our normal conversation. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And uh, Maybe not. No, no, no. <laughs> No, you're you're right, and there is no reason why it should be any more stressful than that. Yeah, but the genuine point we did make earlier is that you can, 
it can be easy and, and calm and not require any effort, potentially because it is enough work in acting to have done a hundred auditions before. You know, mm. that is useful work. You know, it's like it's like music, you know, when you get to the point where you're very confident in your instrument, you could play a song in five minutes, you know. Some yeah. some some people people even just by listening to it. You know, you don't go to that guy, you go, Oh, he copped out. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. well, he actually sat in a room on his own He's been for working about on 10,000 hours. Years. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, great. Well, uh, that's actually been pretty fantastic from your 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 half. Uh, Luke, especially, I've got some, we should have a little uh, little maxim meter, I think, with all the <laughs> all the clever <laughs> take takeaway. Take yeah, we should have a little bell, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Um, but th- no, that's been very interesting. We've kind of um Well, I've enjoyed chatting. You yeah, I mean I know I know perhaps you feel like you haven't had the best week, but I think it's important that we continue to share. Um Yeah, and I think I think if if you um continue to you know, the the, the night of you know, that day and then the, the following days were great because you I think you can learn from all these things. Mm. You know, you get slightly better at yeah, de- dealing with these things and uh, and learning and 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 it all helps. You know, we we we're creative people because you know it's not going to be simple. It's not going to yeah. be I mean, unless <laughs> unless maybe, it maybe. is for you. Uh, that that's actually, yeah, sure, actually that's one thing point. that I did want to say. Yeah, yeah, it's not a struggle unless <laughs> it's a struggle. Like I know that sounds ridiculous, <laughs> but for some um, some people, being an actor. A breeze, yeah. um, and and if you're, some people would say it's talent and all that kind of stuff, you know. But I believe if you are exceptionally lucky, from the moment you choose acting, it can just be a dream ride. Mm. Um, and and um, yes, some of us struggle, and it's great to talk about. Um, but I don't want to discourage people who are listening to this considering becoming actors. Um, to necessarily assume that it's going to be a huge struggle because they might take it on and it might not be a struggle. It's actually a very good point. It's a point, and you're right, I've d- I have just continued to perpetuate the struggle story because that's an absolutely tr- a very uh, good point because you can look at these people. If someone asked me wh- wh- whether to be an actor or not, if someone said, it, I know it, it will be hard, but it's like in some ways... It might be really like it's almost one of these careers you can't recommend to someone because it can just go in in so many different ways. It's yeah. like, yeah, yeah, it's really hard. It's been pretty hard for me, but it can actually be phenomenally easy. And yeah. it, it actually can. And we've both seen firsthand from people we know and we've worked with that it can be like a dream. Just it can be sweet. Just, just good. Just you know, money, interesting jobs, interesting people, uh, creative outlet, um, supportive, all that stuff. Mm. There is definitely a bright side. <laughs> yeah. So if if we go back to, uh, what was his name? Big Billy. Little, <laughs> little, well, he's a bit chubby, isn't he? <laughs> old, <laughs> I'm always feeling. Old Billy. Um, you know, it, it's, it's your own path, Billy. So... Mm. Um, for me, it, it's had its ups and downs, and it w- will probably continue to. And I hope there are more ups than there are downs. Um, but it is really hard to, to tell someone just beginning 
whether no, no, or I think, not to pursue I, it. I actually think you've, you've raised a really good point that, and I should try to stop it in myself, that there's no point perpetuating a story that is one experience. You know, I think we kind of like band together with this, oh, yeah, it's got to be hard. No, it's tough. It's yeah. tough. And it's kind of nice that that's there, but I think maybe that is for me, that might be the uh, what needs to change is going, this isn't actually necessarily tough. It's just, this is just the experience. This is just what it what it is for me. You know, not, you know, and then just, and just like we were saying before, living in the now and living in a kind of realm where you, accept where you're at mm. i think when you do that uh it promotes this this point of c- this sort of energy of calm which then creates better work maybe, mm. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. <laughs> to be continued <laughs> um i still feel with these podcasts i haven't quite worked out uh how oh, to stop how second guessing yourself how to wrap it up <laughs> you know well luke poem anything to end um Anything. Maybe to we need end. when we need. Maybe we need, we need the bell, the uh, the Maxim bell, and then we just start shaking it randomly <laughs> near the end. Ring a ding ding. As if, and we sort of pretend it's some producer who's forced <laughs> us to end, <laughs> but it's actually me with my foot just banging <laughs> the bell. Um, I did. I did think of one thing to end on. <laughs> but it, but you forgot. <laughs> you're doing the eyes where you're considering whether it's too much. No. Um, I think, yeah, it's it's a it's a complex thought, which is why it's taken me way too long <laughs> to get there. Um, it's not. I certainly don't want to promote. Uh, Yes, the industry is tough, so don't talk about it. Put up with it. Suck it up, princess, and move on. Or quit. I don't want to say that. Um, I do think that if you're not enjoying yourself and it's not fun and it's not fulfilling your needs, you should quit. And if you're having a really hard time, like we have today, talk about it. um, And hopefully that will make you feel better and stay in it. Or hopefully that will help you leave it um, in, in a good way. Um, Brilliant point. Finishing the no, Very good. Yeah. <laughs> well, next week we'll... Uh, it's unlikely we'll work out exactly what we're going to talk about. I, I quite enjoy no, it. No, we won't. Just yeah. for it. We'll yeah. just talk about whatever we feel like yeah. at the time. So hopefully uh, we'll see you next time and thanks so much for listening. <laughs>